0: Hanford Dixon show with the top dog boom, boom. and myself Gabriella Cruz welcome in I know it was a Browns loss um actually got our butts kicked let's be honest but
1: well you notice with that bark it came just a little bit late because uh yeah it wasn't it I, was
0: like I, a I want to bark but not the enthusiasm yeah was I wasn't
1: like, feeling it today Gab yeah. I mean today is one of those days where you just uh just not happy. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, uh, and we, we're we going to get into all that, but just wasn't happy. But anyway, tell me, you know, I always like to start the show. I want to find out what was your day like yesterday? What yeah. did you do? Where did you watch the game? And tell me a little bit about that.
0: <laughs> I know that's your favorite question. <laughs> You're always know, like, yeah, I just can't wait to talk about what I, what I was up to. <laughs> yeah,
1: because you know what? You know what? It's it's weird, Bones. You you gotta understand this. I I I love to know where where Gab is and what she's doing. I see her. I don't care (laughs) if she's out somewhere. I'll uh,
0: you're my personal yeah yeah. Like I'll
1: see her on Euclid or something like that, and I'll send her a text. What are you doing on Euclid? You know? Or what are you doing in that building? Who are you with, Gab? So Uh, uh, you know what? Because I talked to your dad, and he told me yeah to. uh, Keep a close eye on you and watch out for you. So oh, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Well, I want to talk to your dad and your mom. So, I know
0: yeah. you ran into him in the grocery store. I
1: did. I we had a good conversation. Can't too. get
0: rid of this guy. <laughs> to Be honest.
1: Well, <laughs> tell me about you yesterday.
0: Okay, yesterday it was a little out of the or- ordinary or out of the norm, I should say. I usually go to my sister's house. We have Sunday fun day. We're watching the game or we go out somewhere. Um, but I ended up streaming the game on my phone, doing my laundry and cat sitting for a friend so I went over to her house put on the game and <laughs> sat with her cat <laughs> it was a real rager
1: well remind me not to ask you again what did you do during the game <laughs> well I let me okay, tell you how about you well, I know yours was I,
0: way more fun uh, okay. well
1: it wasn't really I, I mean I, I just you know it was a late game I didn't go anywhere and watch the game I just stayed home and and uh, watch. I know that, that thing.
0: you old folks like to get well, to bed on it. Well, good time, yeah, a good you know we, you know <laughs> we'll
1: fall asleep uh, pretty easy. So uh, I didn't. Uh, well, I fell asleep on some of the earlier games, but uh, definitely not the Browns game. And uh, well, I should have went to sleep on it because the way things were going, uh, the way this game was developing. Do you know? Do sometimes uh, you have the same feeling and I do? Like you could tell the way a game is going, how you know or think it's going to end. Do you think that way sometimes?
0: I I know what you mean. Like, there's usually a point in the game where you get a gut feeling.
1: Yeah, and this was one of this was one of those games where I, it, 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 I what I was,
0: had you was it all the fumbles? Well, yeah, it
1: was just a number of things that happened during the course of this ball game that really, really make me mad. That we're going to get into. That we're going to talk about. I, I thought we were our coach. That's a, a big thing we're gonna we're gonna talk about. I just thought we just wasn't ready for this ball game. I just believe that we yesterday got our ass kicked.
0: I think on both sides of the ball we were, and not I don't think I, our sharpest. And I obviously. don't think
1: I'm able to say that uh, uh, on here on TV. We might have to dump it, but
0: we, you know what's we may have to dump
1: that. But and I apologize for what I just said. But that's <laughs> the way I felt. I mean we we were limping limping off the field at the end of that ball game. Yeah, I mean, quite literally. Oh my God! We did. It's just, we, we, we literally
0: um, were limping off the field. I mean, we had a few really uh, big injuries and DTR with the concussion. Miles going out with the shoulder. Um, who else? Who am I? Mark Cooper. Oh, Cooper in the ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Cooper had the ribs, and uh, it, it's just that. and then again, we're going to talk about it. Some of those play callings that Stefanski was calling have he lost his mind? If we run, I was seeing gab. Yes. I was seeing reverses in my sleep last night you know if we run one more reverse i'm just gonna have a fit because none of those things uh work and 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 then to to just go for it on the 50 yard line is just absolutely absurd to me i I just don't understand but that's all right we're gonna jump into it we're gonna dive in we're gonna dissect this whole game and i think we have uh we have a couple we have a guest that's gonna join us we'll be
0: hearing from jt of course right after this and then another special guest later on so stick with us we'll be back right after this Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show with the Top Dog. I'm Gabriella Cruz, and we are just breaking down this Browns loss to the Rams. Or, I mean, sorry, I'm looking ahead. <laughs> I'm already looking at next week. I'm trying to get last week over with. But uh, to the Broncos. And did you know they were talking about how that score had never been done before? Well, you 29. Know,
1: you know I'm not talking to you right 12. now. You know why? Why? Because we've started this show. <laughs> And you and I have not uh, had a chance to do our little uh, handshake.
0: Well, listen, Mr. Chit Chat, I didn't forget about it in our first segment, but
1: because you forget.
0: So, oh, oh, so, oh! You can't, so, you can't so do, pull the reverse. So before we do it, can we go right now? You just Uno reverse. Come on, come on, come fine, on! Fine, fine, fine. You better not mess this up. Don't forget the rock up top, baby. Oh, okay, you freestyled on the last
1: part. (laughs) Well, I was a little fast, okay? I was a little fast, you know? I I was going to bring it down. but I don't know what you were up to.
0: I don't even know what you were doing there. But honestly, I'm just surprised that you remembered the fist bump in there.
1: (laughs) You know, I can't remember what I did yesterday. You're talking about right now, but that's all right. Do we have our guy with us, huh?
0: Yeah, I feel better now that we got our handshake out of the way. We're also going to hear from JT. We've got him in from Montrose Auto Group, of course, giving us a fan reaction as usual and just, you know, our usual cathartic venting of of the Browns.
2: Well, that was the first time I was able to smile in about 24 (laughs) hours since yesterday's game. Uh, So I appreciate the funny handshake. That's pretty good. That's what we're here Um, for. Yeah. Yesterday was abysmal. That was Uh. absolutely atrocious from... From the jump, from the coin toss on, it, yeah. it was uh, at least sitting there on the couch watching the game. It was we lost every single facet of that game, whether it was offense, defense, special teams, coaching. I mean, you name it. It was it was not fun to watch. I, I don't think there was but maybe one play, maybe two plays that were got you a little excited in yesterday's game. The rest of it was what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing?
0: I was playing tricks on my brain because I was like, I just decided I'd watch it from Denver's perspective, yeah. and I was like, I'm having more, way more fun being <laughs> a Denver fan.
1: Well, you, you know what I think, guys. I, I, I just think, uh, the, obviously, this one hurt. Yeah. I mean, because we we're feeling it today, because we're right there in the thick of things in the yeah. division, and this was a game that I mean, we we beat two opponents. Uh, talking about Pittsburgh and and Baltimore. And here was a game, I think, that we should have won. We was expecting to win this ball game, yeah. but we just didn't get it done. And I think that's what really hurt.
2: It, it just it looked like the guys, I, I know that they're paid professional athletes and they're going to give 100% every single snap of every game. And I know that they did, but it's like we weren't prepared with the scheme, the overall uh, adjustments in the game from the jump. I mean, you're facing the worst rushing defense in the NFL. We've got the third-best rushing offense in the NFL. And the first 15 plays, you got 10 of them are passes. With a kid that's making his first road start in the NFL, and... We're putting it in his hands, trying to outsmart is what it seemed like. Or am I wrong? I mean, yeah, Hamford,
0: what did you think about that? Yeah, you've been in the game, game, not on the ground.
2: Well, let
1: me let me tell you guys this. I people could say what they want to say about Sean Payton, their head coach. People talked about him because you remember he came out and and uh, Hackett, who was um, used to be with this football team, came out and 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 made those uh, comments about him. But I'm telling you, Sean Payton coached his butt off yesterday in this ball game. And I thought we really had a chance to control them, you know, like right on the line of scrimmage, our defensive line against their uh, offensive line. When you look at their offensive line, you're talking about an offensive line that has played every single snap this year together together. I mean, they really have. I mean, they're, they're not good at run blocking and they're, they're good at run blocking, but they're not very good at, uh, protecting the quarterback because right. they've given up the fourth most sacks yeah. this year and we didn't even i mean we didn't even we didn't really sniff
2: this guy no we're sitting there and i'm watching it and russell wilson professional super bowl champion comes up to the line diagnoses exactly what we're gonna do calls an audible runs the opposite way of where we got the rush defense coming from and they just Chunk play after chunk play, 7, 8, 10, 15-yard on first down, and that's not who we are, and that's not what we've seen all year. You know, we're seeing 2nd and nine, second and 11, you know, 3rd and eight, third 3rd and 9. It, it, you never saw that in yesterday's game in that first half, and that's what was frustrating.
1: Gabby, let me tell you this. JT knows his football because let me tell you why. Because it, that's why I said we got our coach yesterday, <laughs> yeah. because Sean Payton and those guys, When they looked at the defense that we were in, you're exactly right. And um, Russell Wilson came to the line, checked off right away, and they was just—I
2: mean—they were running the ball anywhere they wanted to on us, and they was killing us. Yeah, and you could have an entire eleven guys on defense be first-round draft picks, and you're still gonna get out schemed.
0: Yeah, I mean, the ability to adjust and, and adapt on the fly, I think.
2: It, it's tough, and, and I, we're not even talking on the offensive side, which was just, God, that was so frustrating to watch. You know, I don't know where they're going to go. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I know that you got to forget it, clear it, move on to the next one. Let's prepare. We're still in the thick of it, like you just mentioned. You know, we've got a legitimate shot to get into the playoffs, and anything can happen once you're there. we got to focus on this coming week. Forget what happened on Sunday and move forward. It's my mentality of it.
1: Before I ask you about what kind of deals you have over there, yeah. I want to ask you about our quarterback. Did you see the hit that oh, yeah. he took yesterday?
2: Well, we we were
1: we I'm were, not laughing at it. Again, no. But I'm yeah, but saying. you
0: said the he No, Hanford. Hanford says he just loves defense. I'm a he doesn't well, care. Defensive
2: guy. You, you care come who from who? It a, is
0: what uh, side? What team? Yeah,
2: Hanford. You come from a different era. I mean, I grew up, you know, late '80s, '90s, watching as a little kid. Ronnie Lott was the most uh, feared man, uh, and that hit yesterday was a tenth of what Ronnie Lott would have done in that position with D- to DTR.
1: Let me tell you something. Ronnie cut his finger off during a <laughs> game and went back in the game. I that's had to a, Google that. That's all. I had
0: to Google to make sure that you weren't <laughs> just pulling my leg out It's
2: here. a different day and age. Unreal. Tell us, tell us what's going on at Montrose. Uh, well, it's uh, end of the month right now. It's the 27th uh, between now and the— uh, The last day of the month, we're absolutely cutting and doing everything we possibly can. You can go to GoMontrose.com. A lot of the manufacturers have come out with a lot of really, really attractive specials right now to close out the month, ever since Thanksgiving. So it's been a uh, full-court press, and the manufacturers are finally giving us some support. Tell us about
1: the stores and the locations.
2: So we've got a Ford store in Fairlawn. We've got a Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram and Chevrolet and GMC out in Ashtabula. Kia in uh, Sheffield Lake, and then a we got a Jag Land Rover Volvo off Brook Park Road in Parma, and uh, a GMC Nissan store out in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. All right. So go to gomontros.com. You can see the whole lineup right there.
0: Sweet. Thanks so much for your time yep. and for really such a thorough analysis. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> frustrating. Hey, 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 fan reaction. We have to get out of this segment because yeah. the Bones over there is going to kill everybody <laughs> over
0: there. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have any more time for it for no more handshakes. JT, thanks so much for your time. Thanks. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Hanford-Dixon show. We were just breaking down this Browns-Loss Hanford, and I feel like everyone and their brother on the radio were already dissecting so much into this game that it's exhausting. And we need a little bit of a high note, you know, on our show. One of the cool things is that we get to talk to a lot of your former teammates and pals of yours who've played the game and played the game for, shoot, a long time. And we actually have a very special guest we're bringing on today in NFL, uh, nine-year NFL veteran. Seven of these years played with the Browns and the others with the Colts. We're bringing on Reggie Langhorn. Langy (laughs) Bangy, what's up, Langy
3: Bangy? Gabby, how you doing in Hanford? Always a pleasure, my brother. How you doing today?
1: You know, I call him Langy Bangy. That's cute. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) we won't get into why I call him Langy Bangy, but you know, I call him Langy Bangy.
0: I'm so okay. I'm done with you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Can you get canceled
0: off your own show? (laughs) I know
1: it. I know it. Hey, dog. Hey, Gabby. You got to understand. Now he went to Elizabeth City. Now state.
0: Yes. You know what? And I really had to Google all about this. You know, I I played Division three, so I really understand and empathize with the fact that you played Division two. And look at look at what a masterpiece his career, his professional career turned into.
1: Hey, 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 Lange, uh, you know, you everybody have to understand. See, Lange, as you guys know, played wide receiver. I played. defensive back I played corner and we used to have to go against each other you know we had these classic (laughs) battles
0: yeah how was practice oh
1: my god we had these classic battles you know it was Lange uh Brian Brennan uh Webster Slaughter who else was over there with you guys Lange
3: it was uh killer with uh, Gerald McNeil the ice cube and Clarence Weathers and Big Pounder Glenn Young
1: (laughs) tell about them battles dog we had some battles did we
3: we had a lot of uh, strong personalities in our uh, out section as far as the receiving core. And you know, between you, Minnie, and Felix, and <laughs> Chris Rockets, and Al Gross, y'all had some pretty big personalities there. But uh, I guess Marty instilled that work ethic that uh, when we were going at each other to prepare for games, we went at it. And it was a great competition. I think we all learned from it. I think we all uh, found out. You, you get a lot of respect from guys when you go hard in practice and they give you their best and we give them your best and it just seems like at the end of the day uh it worked out for our team as a group
0: How did you end up as a wide receiver
3: As a, okay so now <laughs> Cuz I know I, I feel like you playing. started on defense Yeah I started off as uh as a safety uh in and, and JV there was a little league I'm from a place called Smithfield Virginia there's uh back in there mid to late 60s, early 70s, there were no little league for guys of my color. So we are. Um, we started JV, I played safety, and then we had, um, I went to uh, offensive guard and linebacker my second year JV, then I played defensive end, was all conference as a sophomore, and then I went back to defense as a junior, and I kept intercepting the ball from all the receivers. Um, and then they said, well, why don't you come over here if you're going to do that? And I started playing receivers the next game. I started as a receiver and then I played receiver for the rest of the time. Um, you know, and then and my, my high school, we graduated 134 people. So it wasn't a very big school. But uh, there were some pretty good guys, but I was one of the only guys that got a chance to uh, play in the NFL.
0: We could really use your sticky hands right now. I think it was, <laughs> what, three, four? I think PFF had it at four dropped passes, but we were we were thinking it had to be at least five. It was
1: at least five. Anyway. It, it, it was at least five. I, I got to say this. So my story is pretty much uh, totally different than his because I was playing wide receiver. Wow. I was playing wide receiver. And uh, the reason why I switched to corner, obviously, uh, I couldn't catch. But um, <laughs> but I, I didn't like being hit, you know, because those defensive backs, and they would hit you all the time. Oh, and I yeah. couldn't take that pounding language. So I said, I'm switching over. I want to deliver some of that pounding <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of taking it. So it's pretty much the same story that you had, but opposite, yeah. because you were at safety and you went to wide receiver. And I was at wide receiver. And I went but you to,
0: couldn't catch, and you didn't like to get hit.
1: I, I, didn't, I didn't like right. to get that
0: hit. Seems, yeah, that seems like a pretty good maneuver for you.
3: Like, In most places, the defensive backs and receivers are interchangeable, except most of the receivers can't catch, unlike the team that we have right now. And unfortunately, we're putting the ball on the ground quite a bit. And And I'll always say that you don't really catch with your hands. They're just tools to use. You catch with your eyes. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of uh, bad concentration with the guys. The last six inches of the ball getting in your hand is where you need to see where the ball is. And that's why I'm amazed at so many drops in the middle of the season is odd. Well, but the last it, thing you want to do is yeah. get that feeling of, of the drops.
0: Do you think it is just a concentration thing? Or do you think part of it has to do with the timing and the different quarterbacks we've had switching out already to this point in the season?
3: I, I, anytime someone says that about quarterbacks, I think it's an excuse. and I, I, I don't care. If you're this deep in the season, I don't care who really throws a ball. It's still a ball. It's still where the ball is within your the framework of your body. You catch it. Even if was a left-handed quarterback, I don't care. I played with, um, I don't know, three different quarterbacks in Indy all in the same year. I played with five different quarterbacks here in Cleveland. We made the playoffs. We went from BK to uh, Gary Danielson to Mike Pagel, back to BK to Don Strzok. I mean, and so I didn't care who was throwing it. If I get to my spot, because everything is timing. The whole idea is when whether it's bump and run or whether it's zone coverage, the idea is get from point A to point B at the timing of the play, the ball's delivered and prepare yourself for it to be anywhere. You got to remember that your quarterback is under duress most of the time. That's sometimes not. And none of them are perfect. You're not going to get the perfect pads in the bread basket. It's simply this. If both hands touch that ball, and you don't catch it, it's a drop.
1: Well, I want to say this, uh, Reggie. Many, many and I, we figured out that if we can cover you guys in practice, we the the game was going to be pretty much a cakewalk for us because uh, that's why we went at it so hard with you guys and you guys with us. But, Reggie, looking at this game uh, uh, yesterday, man, I I, I I tell you what, I, I felt like this was a game that we should have won. This was a game that we should have beat uh, this
3: football team.
1: What's your what's your overall view of, after watching this whole thing uh, uh, of this game yesterday?
3: Missed opportunities. I mean, missed opportunities where they had an opportunity for me in the Pittsburgh game weeks ago when they you know passed the ball on a, a, what we all think was a running down, and then uh, the Seattle game when they gave up the late the late score, and yesterday was the same way. I mean, even when it was deep into the third quarter and we had. We're only down by five yards. I was amazed that we didn't run the ball, actually, even all through the game. You were never out of the game. Right. You can't tell me that a team is 32nd against the run. I mean, they're there for a reason. You don't just – they just put you anywhere. Right. You're 32nd because everyone runs against you. And uh, that's a horrible job by what we did, I think, as far as our, uh, our, our play calling yesterday. You know, I was just about to be on the good side of Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> I was really trying to <laughs> buy in because they were winning. And the minute I think I I start cheering this guy on, I go, You got to be out of your mind and sit here and watch this stuff. But, like, why? That's, my puppy, you... that's my puppy playing with a yeah, squirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go get that thing from her. Uh, right, okay, go
1: ahead. <laughs> you know, but what I was going to say, uh, Gabby, is we have a, obviously, we have a new quor- uh, quarterback in, okay? And uh, and then he, Lang, we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about, we had a new quarterback in, uh, talking about DTR, and then P.J. went in. Yeah. What the hell are we doing trying to throw the ball that much when we can <laughs> run the ball the way we're running it? it I agree with you. That was crazy.
3: Listen, Tom, I, I, I think, I don't know if everyone thinks that one guy is smarter than the other and we're going to outcraft him. I believe. Sometimes you impose your will. Against a football team, and and we have the people, the personnel up front to push the pile. We have some nice little running backs. No, it's not Nick Chubb. We get it, but we've had success doing what they've been doing by running the football and great opportunities. And they refused to run the ball in those times yesterday. Take the ball out of your quarterback's hands. They are not the stars of your team. Yeah, and the I think other Jerome players Ford are.
0: Was averaging seven to ten yards. And, and, and still not a whole lot of production there. Right, like you said. right.
1: And then, uh, you, you know, the three running backs that we have, they're running by committee. I mean, these guys are very capable of getting it done, and they've been getting it done. But God, well, I don't say God. I'm just saying, damn it. <laughs> you know, that's all of us say, damn it. I mean, I mean it's crazy. And mm-hmm. then if I see one
3: more reverse,
1: if I see one more <laughs> reverse, Lang, I'm going to go Thanks.
3: crazy. Has, has any of them worked? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you run trick plays that work. I don't know if we've seen that play work this year. Has it?
0: Maybe you need to stick to the bare bones of what works before you get allotted, you know, you get the the license to go trick plays. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I I have to say this, guys, and, and Lang just hit on it a little bit, Stefanski. Langhorne, I don't think Stefanski was just our coach, which I, I think he was our coach. But also, when you look at I think all of them were our coach yesterday. you got to look at Jim Schwartz on defense too because Russell Wilson was coming up to the line, Lang. He was checking off, and I'm telling you, every time he checked off, they was just running right on us, man.
3: They they, they were calling traps at the line of scrimmage um, with the two defensive tackles having a little space in between them, and all we do, they were doing was cross-blocking. Somebody was coming down and working the inside tackle, and then somebody will come back and cross the other guy, and that's why those guys were so big. They were pushing the defensive tackle in the back of the linebackers and they couldn't scrape and get to the play. They did an excellent job with their run uh, protection yesterday. Uh, Denver did, and they ran the ball on us. They did what we should have been doing to them. And that's simply running the ball down their throat. And it would have been a close game in the fourth quarter and you would have an opportunity to, uh, to win this football game. But the way it went, it, it took you right out of the game, out of your mojo's you know, I, I always have this, this little bit of a problem with them with the inability to adjust on the fly for us as a group. Um, we get stuck in situations and we can't seem to get ourselves out of it. I mean, we've had some nice wins. Um, the Frisco win was great. The Baltimore game that we played a couple of weeks ago was great how you, you played against those teams. But to be consistently good. You had no reason to be losing to Denver. It's going to be tough to play that altitude, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff is real. But the idea fundamentally, we do not play very good football in situations like we were in yesterday. You had no reason to lose that game.
1: Gab, what we're going to do, too, is I know we have to take a break. We're going to come back because uh, that place, whenever we play Denver Broncos, that's uh, that's a special place to us because we've, uh, we've lost some doozies uh, uh, there. So we, we'll get into that when we...
0: thanks so much Reggie we'll be back right after this welcome back to the Hanford Dixon show we were joined by Reggie Langhorn and it's so interesting to get his insight Hanford let's bring him back into our three shot boom if you could because we have more to pick his brain about uh first of all this is one that just I feel like the Twitter universe and people are always asking about you kind of alluded to it Reggie but does the altitude have anything to do with your play? Or you think that's just a no-brainer everybody should be playing above
3: I think everyone knows that the altitude is going to be an issue. Um, and sometimes it takes a, a series or two to kind of get adjusted to it because most teams won't go out there to practice. Um, but normally it's not that much of a, a, a major difference. Um, and, and and I say that because I played uh, four quarters out there before and had no issues. Now, we also were out there once we were losing 21 to three and we went two minute drill. For two quarters, that's a lot of running. That affected me quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that affected me, but, but as a whole, I, I don't think you know. Everyone goes up there every year. Uh-huh. Denver's gotten beaten at home. I mean, I don't, I don't. And this is not a good football team. And so, the altitude to me had nothing to do with the uh turnout of that game yesterday.
1: Lange, uh, I have to ask you a question. I mean, about uh, we talked about it there, how they was checking to the line. They were able to run the football on us. Our defense, supposed to be our strength. Yesterday wasn't so. Tell me about that defense. How do you, how do you, how did you, how do you think they played yesterday?
3: Well, you know, a lot of bend don't break. I, I, I don't like it when they give up the big runs and allow teams to run down their throat. We've had problems with that before, but not every week. And usually when they have a down week like they did yesterday, they come back real strong the next week. And and, and for me, um they kept us in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they made them kick some field goals. They pushed them back out of field goal range. I mean, they, they, remember they scored late in the game to make it look like it was a, you know, a big win, but this game never got out of hand until that reverse. They were in the game. And if you say you could be in the fourth quarter on the road in the altitude at Denver, Uh, and you have the ball in your hands, Ah, that's a pretty good position.
1: One guy I thought, guys, played a hell of a ball game, J.O.K. I mean, uh, I I, I thought he came. What do you have? J.O.K.
0: was stellar. He had a season-high 12 tackles, one sack, one forced fumble. That was the first for him this season.
1: Yeah, punch
0: that ball out of Russell's
1: he, arm. He, he did. I, Laying, I thought he, I thought he played well. I thought he was seeing. Uh, you could tell he really, really was prepared for this ball game because he was pretty much all over the field. And
0: by contrast, yesterday. Miles was more quiet. Yeah, that's 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 another thing
1: because
3: yeah, I, 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 I think he got hurt. What I, I think he got hurt and, and tried to play with it being hurt. But I think he's, I think he's going to have a problem. Because that's it, just my guess. But J.O.K. absolutely played Ugh. lights out. You know J.O.K. went to the same high school as Allen Iverson? No! Yeah, Hampton, Virginia, right down the street from me. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: But, but you know, and, and I agree with you about Miles because Miles said he heard something pop, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. he did, in that shoulder. So it's going to be interesting. Hopefully we don't lose him because he's the backbone of the defense. But what I was really surprised, Lange, because when you look at this that offensive line – I mean, they've given up like before yesterday's game, 32 sacks, which was the fourth most in the National Football League, and we just—I mean, obviously, I mean, we—we—I thought we were just going to kill uh, Russell, but it just didn't happen yesterday.
3: Right. I mean, it just didn't well, happen. So I'm all—I'm a believer that one bleeds off the other. If your offense scores points, your defense gets energized. If your offense goes on long drives and creates opportunities to score points, your defense gets re, uh, rejuvenated and play well. They did for pretty much for three quarters, and the offense is the one that caused them to have the score be as much as it was. Um, I think that defenses and offensive, well, offensive uh, going against our defense can figure some of it out, but usually we shut it down. Um and, and I, I don't I don't see the defense being as bad as you may think they were yesterday because they were in the game and and again that there was close close calling towards and, and until the fourth quarter. Um we did not play well on any any false facet yesterday. It's just unfortunate to be in that situation. This this game of football, you're gonna get opportunities and then the game is gonna be over. You'll know this answer like I do. Yeah. This, this these two three games in November they played and the games they'll play in December uh, it's going to determine whether or not they make the playoffs because if they don't they start all over again in uh, in March and it'll be a shame to have lost what they have built this far in this season.
1: Lange, if any of these guys I'm talking about these current players right now on this team and if they're listening if they watch this uh, watch us here tell them they don't understand that the fans here are the best fans anywhere in the world. And we still – we feel like uh, we let them down because we lost three AFC Championship games, three of them. Tell them if they just start winning, I mean, tell them these, this thing is crazy, isn't it?
3: You know, I, I did a show yesterday, and I, and I said this to the, the fans of Cleveland. For the players that actually play in the, the city – um, I, I, I just want success for them all. I mean, this city will will stick with you through thick and thin. And yes, we let them down by not winning the uh, the, the three AFC championships that we're in. But we've been loved in this city yes. for a lifetime. Uh, you and I, both from small towns in Alabama and Virginia, we end up making Cleveland our home. Um, But I I hope that the coach, I hope that the veterans on the team can make each guy aware that this opportunity that you have to play football is is a godsend. It is absolutely a gift to be able to do it. And these games that you can never get back, I wish we could go back to this playoff game. Maybe I could have done that better. It doesn't work like that. You won't get the Denver game in Denver on whatever it was, November 26th, yesterday, to play again. You can't get it done. So. I just know at seven and three now seven and four. If they keep getting injuries and if they've got to minimize mistakes and shooting themselves in the foot, and it's detail is what makes a difference. Because Kevin Stefanski thinks every play he calls should be able to score a touchdown <laughs> or should be a great play, and I get it. And a lot of them he calls they are good calls, but the guys don't execute it. You can't put the ball on the ground, so you take them being better at execution and then you take the idea of him understanding that this game is well within our reach keep running the football when you're 30 second when you're the when you're the worst at anything expect to have that done to you not to do something different Gabby. So Denver's saying to myself, they're going to run the football and then we go and throw it. I mean, I, nah, if that didn't excuse my French butt backwards, I don't know what it is.
1: Kevin, <laughs> don't you see that passion in his voice? We need
0: Reggie on more uh, often.
1: That's that passion in his voice.
0: <laughs> just... I need to pick Reggie's brain after every Browns game, I, I decided. How about real quick, the secondary, what did you see there? and And how do you think Denzel Ward's absence maybe impacted them?
1: You know what, I'll jump on that one for you real quick. I I, I thought they played well. I I, I, I think the uh, backups are more than capable. We have Ford that jumped in there, obviously Newsom, uh, Emerson, I think mean, Greg some though, dog. I mean, you
3: know, the,
1: I, 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 I'm trying to be nice. I did. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be nice, dog. I'm trying to be nice. You know, he I mean, talk a lot, though. He talk a lot. You know, you just got to back it up. You got to back it up.
3: Reggie, I well, have a, you, Go ahead. You weren't a guy that held your words too much when you were playing either. But,
1: dog, I'm bagging my shit up, you know. Yes, I, sir. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, dog. I, 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 I let off one again over there. <laughs>
3: Lang, like, you know, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. No, all no, you.
3: you know, I, you know, I think they're all very good, talented players, and they all can cover anyone, you know, on any given Sunday. The thing is, when you don't get that pass rush that we thought we would have gotten, then the guys in the back end are going to be suffering because those receivers are good receivers and they're going to get over. You can't cover somebody all day long. I don't even know if we created a lot of pressure for, Russell Wilson yesterday so that being said um that makes it tough on a secondary you would not want to cover somebody four and a half five suckers every play that's a long haul uh that sudden kid was giving newsome fits at one point <laughs> of the game uh, he was hanging on hey, hey, hey,
1: hey you trying to be no you trying to be nicer <laughs> like, I, I I I can't let you go without this because uh every player uh I know me uh you we have uh maybe a favorite play of his career talk to us about like one of your favorite plays
3: well um and i'll tell you a quick story okay and this is something that uh that i know there's a lot of touchdowns and there's a lot of scores and, and things and i don't have a lot of them but i remember winning games like a double overtime time against the jets but for the 1988, when uh, we lost BK at uh, opening day, and Danielson got hurt a couple of weeks in Pago, Then Don Strzok comes in with with his golden tan from Doral Country Club, and we were <laughs> playing Houston, the last game of the year. We were we were eight, uh, eight. Well, we would have been seven and eight at the time if we beat Houston. We go to the playoffs, and uh, we had been fighting all day, but we were behind. And it was fourth and three on about our 35, 40-yard line. And Marty Schottenheimer looked at me and said, hey, I need a slant out of you. Uh Call wide slant." And he looked at me with this intensity. And this is how I remember Marty Schottenheimer because I always thought he was one of those coaches that could make young men believe they were better than they were and and will them to that. Uh, and I had a lot of respect for him. He drafted me. So, um and he called wide slant. And, I mean, they had lurk coverage. And the lurk. Is when that safety drops down in a hole, looking to knock out any slant coming that way. And uh, Don Strzok threw me a, a dart. I caught it. I got hit by the lurker, uh, kind of got dinged up a little bit and came out. Two plays later, Webster scored. We go to the playoffs. And I think I've made everybody in the organization, coaches and players, about eight grand a piece. So you owe me a little money, Tom.
1: <laughs> you owe me a little
3: money, Tom. I didn't, nobody, nobody gave me a little, little, little dime or two, nothing. <laughs> that was probably my favorite player because he took the time to look me in the eye and tell me to call my number, and I'm going to you, and it's fourth and three, and the season's on the line. And then I made the catch.
1: Gab, yeah. you didn't know this, but Lange has a uh, car business right now. Uh, you know, he, uh, anybody, uh, Lange, tell him about it. Anybody need you? Go, go ahead and plug it real quick.
3: Yeah, I was driving, uh, selling cars for about 12 years and I kind of had enough. I turned 60 and I figured I was going to do something for myself. Uh, So I started um, a car service. It's called 88 Out the Gate. Um, I pick folks up from just about everywhere, drop them off at the airport. I've taken uh, friends and and, uh, customers down to Columbus, uh, the the Hall of Fame, uh, ball games. Uh, I, I don't limit myself. If someone has a desire to go to Chicago or New York or Detroit or uh, Pittsburgh for a ball game or for the weekend, I'll travel and get you there. So I'm just doing anything I can. I like it. I've met some very interesting people. Um, and you can reach me at my phone number or my email, which is twolanghorn at yahoo.com. And, uh, and I'm open on Facebook and I'm open on Instagram. So if you click in my name, that stuff will be there for you to find out. And uh, I tell you what, I enjoy talking football. And you'll be surprised that I have some 75, 80-year-old lady neighbors and they talk. They Yeah, man, it's kind of cool. They get in and I get to take them to the doctor and they talk a little football with me. But Aww. Cleveland has the most unbelievable loyal fans and for me in all of sports. Thank you, big dog.
0: Mic drop, okay, baby.
3: baby. We got
1: to have you back all right. on. Like, Thanks we so really much.
3: appreciate it. Well, this is my Christmas gift I want from the Cleveland Browns, a home playoff game.
0: <laughs> my man. We're speaking it into existence.
3: Let's do it. All right, guys, thank you so much, Gabby. Hanford, take care, brother. Okay, dog. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much.
3: You're welcome, dear.
0: All right, do we have to go to break now, Bomb? What do you think? Did. All right, we're gonna take one more break. We'll be back right after this. Thanks for watching. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriela Cruz. What a treat to have Reggie Langhorn on. He's so great.
1: You know what? You was just reading my mind. I was just thinking about that, and I I said, um, obviously, you know, everybody that comes on my show on our show the only reason why they come on our show is because of you not me (laughs) because they tell me all the time they say hey man i uh you know we i watch you and gab on the uh, show and we only watch it because of her not you so that's why they like our show gab because of you all right so what can i say
0: you know behind every every good man is there's a a
1: good woman as
0: a strong yeah Awesome woman. <laughs> um, no, yeah, he's great. His st- storytelling is awesome too. I know that. I'd love to have him on again and talk a little more about his career and things like that too. Another small town guy like yourself who a
1: lot of good stories, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, a lot of good stories. For sure. a lot of good stories. And and he's uh, I, I, and what I liked about it too. See, the thing about Reggie and a lot of the guys we have on the show. They uh, are not afraid to voice their opinion of how they think the direction this team is going, how the team played, and those things. And that's what we want. Yeah. We 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 like to hear that. And uh, you're right. We, you're
0: uncensored, all right. <laughs> we we have I, to we have to literally go well, and bleep I, you out.
1: Well, you guys you guys have to forgive me. I just you know I'm just so emotional uh, about when we lose <laughs> a ball game, especially a game that I felt or thought that we should have won i mean i'm just i just hurt because we we have this everything right here where we can um and i'm reading your mind now because i know the next question you're going to ask me about the division right oh yeah so i'm i i I, now i'm starting to read your mind so that's scary but i
0: about the uh, steelers Bengals. yeah uh,
1: yeah when you look at it right now i mean we talked about it we just beat Baltimore, we just beat uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, we go out to, uh, 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 we should have beat this team, Denver, and we didn't, and now we're fighting, even though we're still in the playoff hunt, I hate to um, uh, start talking about the playoffs at this point in the season, but you have to kind of keep an eye on it right now, because looking at the AFC, I, I actually think the Bengals are cooked. I mean, I really do, because Burroughs hurt them. And then yesterday, they didn't have uh, Higgins, uh, one of their great wide receivers. And obviously, they lost against the Steelers. Steelers were able to pull that game out, And now the Steelers are still breathing down our neck because they have, I guess, if there's a tiebreaker, they would win. So, And then Baltimore obviously took another big step. But Baltimore's schedule is so tough. I mean, they have some teams looking at that schedule that are really really tough Gap. So, we have to do what we have to do, but I always say, and you've heard me say this a ton and ton again, if we take care of our business, then we should be okay.
0: We got to take care of business. Okay. Is that our next t-shirt?
1: That's our next t-shirt.
0: Okay. Well, we are going to LA to face the 5 and 6 Rams this week. They're coming off back-to-back wins over the Seahawks and Cardinals real quick before we take our last break. What makes the West Coast games so difficult
1: you know because it's that uh, different uh, i obviously it's a time change i mean you you have that that's why you have a lot of teams that will go out there i think i was talking to ozzy and he said uh, they left friday morning uh that's when they were going to go out there to get acclimated to um that time but uh it's just it's just uh, you, you know you just don't a uh, different you know you're so used to doing Ever, you know we're creatures of habit we, we, we're used to doing things at a certain time and then when you get out there you just get thrown out out of whack so
0: all out of whack yeah. well we still got to take care of our business we got to take one final break and we'll wrap up with your final thoughts really Hanford right after this welcome back to the Hanford Dixon show I'm Gabriella Cruz and we've only got listen Hanford a minute 45 the clock is on Really quick, is it Flacco time?
1: How did I know you were going to go there? I knew you were going to go there. I, I don't, I don't think it can hurt. Um, I, I just don't want to destroy uh, DTR's uh, uh, confidence. I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, he's still a young quarterback. Uh, but Flacco can't hurt. I, 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 you know, I'm I'm not there at practice. I'm not watching him every day. Yeah. Um, Flacco's what 38 39 years old, but if he can still play, I mean, obviously, the guys won a Super Bowl, so um, who knows? I mean, it can't hurt,
0: yeah. Let's sneak in one of our bet projections, okay? Of course, download that typical app. Cleveland opened as four and a half point underdogs in Los Angeles. Do the Browns bounce back and win this game? What do you think?
1: I, this is a tough game. Again, uh, you know, they're pretty much staying on the West Coast. This is a tough game. But I think um, I, I think we bounce back because uh, after a tough loss, I think the, I think the Browns will bounce back, and I think they will win this game.
0: They need it, and our fan base needs it. You guys talked about it. We have the best fans. We need this for the fans.
1: We need it. We need it. Go Browns!
0: You want to do the handshake really quick? We have time.
1: Uh, you can't do it, though. You can't you, remember it. One,
0: two, three, four. Don't forget the fist bump, elbow to the top.
1: Woo. All I right. remembered. I was slow that time. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Good show, Gap.